What's good, everybody? Ladies and gentlemen, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, 9.41 a.m. Tuesday, second day of the week. Didn't get a chance to do anything Monday, so I will give my apologies right away. This morning, we're just going to shoot the shit. There's a couple things that I want to talk about. Um, but yeah, we're going to do what we usually do. We're going to cook up. We're going to cook up. All right. We're going to cook up. We got the fucking horns ready. But yeah, it's a Tuesday. Yesterday was, um, okay. Wasn't great wasn't terrible work was work going to do the same today um wednesday aka tomorrow my money should touch so these motherfuckers withheld and i lie to you not these motherfuckers right they withheld like 1400 from the kid, bro. <laughs> they told me, and keep in mind, this is my first check. This was my first check. They told me that I would not be able to touch any of my money, any of my profits, right, until tomorrow. Now, keep in mind, I had gotten this check last Monday, and I was told, oh, yeah, we have your check deposited into the account, but you won't be able to touch $1,300 of it until next Wednesday. So I've been maintaining the best that I can. You know what I mean? Yesterday was just crazy. Uh, Maybe I overslept. I don't know what it was yesterday, but I was getting to a point where it was near 7.30. I was already done everything that I needed to do by that time. So I'm saying to myself, all right, I can go record similar to now because I don't really have a topic. I have topics in general. I still have like three topics that I didn't even explain from last week that I'm going to try to do um, this week. At the very least, uh, a lot of shit that I will be doing, it will be jam-packed today and tomorrow. Of course, Thursday is Thanksgiving Day. Friday is Native American Heritage Day. And I will not be recording on those days. So without further ado, let's just jump into it. You know what I mean? Before we get started, I do want to play um, an instrumental of mine. This is actually something I... This is something I completed yesterday, and I shared it through SoundCloud. So I might be sharing a lot of my new music through SoundCloud. I will post it through Facebook, and then hopefully... I can have a link so you guys can get the actual link to the instrumental. Listen to it if you enjoy it. 
Uh, this one is called Night Stalker. All right. Night Stalker. So we're going to get into that. We're going to play a little bit of it. Then we're going to jump right into the topics. So let's get it. All right, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I know y'all like, damn, that shit, that shit's heavy. Yeah, it is. It's heavy. Uh, I'm getting back into uh, making beats and shit. And um, it's a lot better when you don't have a crowd, meaning I used to make beats when I was 13 or 14, 14 officially. But beforehand, I used to watch my older brother, my oldest brother, who also made beats in which I've gotten, you know, a lot of my influences from. And he didn't teach me how to make beats. I just sat there and observed what he was doing. So by the time I was able to get my own laptop and get my own programs and softwares, I pretty much learned from somebody else's experience. But in the time that I was watching him make beats and, he he would like record anybody anybody that wanted to record off of his beats he would record and at the basement of my mom's crib was where he had his shit set up he had like a studio set up computer there was a small closet he used for a booth and i would watch him and how he would operate you know what i'm saying and i would take bits and pieces but the thing that was unappealing to me was all of the other people. Like, the people who don't know how to make music, the people who barely know how to rap, barely know how to rhyme words, or just sitting there over top of you, like, yo, put this instrument here. Um, nah, we want it. Nah, I want, I want this sound. No, I want that sound. Like, nah. Nah. And I dealt with a lot of that shit growing up. Like, a lot of niggas is talking about, oh, man, that beat would be nice if you just added this or added that. 
And then you would ask them like, yo, are you buying it? Are you paying for it? No. All right. Your opinion doesn't mean shit to me. You know what I mean? You got to be like that when it comes to making beats, for sure. If not, you'll just come across a bunch of niggas that will critique everything that you have to make and and don't do anything. They, they, they don't have anything going on with themselves. So when I stopped making beats the first time, it had to be 16, 17. That was when I was like a senior in high school, junior and senior in high school. And what I used to do was... I used to make beats like the amount of beats that I would make. Some of them were, were fresh. Like some of them were legit. Some of them were dope. Other ones were trash, but I would keep all of these beats on a flash drive. Right. And I remember bringing the flash drive to the school, to my high school, because I wanted to show my friend the shit that I've been working on, but it got stolen. Right. Niggas stole the flash drive. So whoever has that flash drive, I hope you made the best of it because there there was at least 70 beats on there. But that was when I first stopped. I said, you know what? If I ever make beats again, it will be because I want to. I don't care about producing people's music. I don't care about a person. Hey, let me use this beat. Let me get some money. Like that's kind of what it breaks down to. And I'm not trying to sell my music. My music is my passion. I enjoy making it. But let me just get off of that. Every time I come on here, right, I try to give you guys more insight on who I am. I just don't want to be the loudmouth Negro talking shit. I want you guys to know about me. All right. Now, for a lot of people who may not know. Had a spark this joint for a lot of people who may not know. I grew up in a institute called the black church. And in the black church, of course it plays part as a institute, right? The black church, um, where, you were pretty much taught hypocrisies, okay? Now, me, I love the Lord. I love God. Whoever is above me making these actions, who are making these transactions take place, there's somebody up there, right? And I acknowledge that. I just don't believe in being more holier than thou and pretending I'm better than the next man. Why y'all doing the sanctified slide? Hey, 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 I just don't believe, and because I worship God, because I praise Christ, or I praise Yahawashai, or I praise Yahweh ben Yahweh, I don't feel that I need to make people feel less than in order for myself to feel good. We're going to cook up today. We finna cook up today. 
Yes. We finna cook up. God damn it. We finna cook up. Yes. All right. So like I said, I grew up in the black church. I grew up in a lot of black churches, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, we're dealing with Jesus. Uh, a Baptist church, Pentecostal church, um, African Methodist Episcopal church. Um, did I say Pentecostal? I've been to a lot of churches. Baptist, I think I mentioned that the first time. And there was always several patterns that I can point out from every single church that I've been through. And that is the blatant hypocrisies. Now, we, we are told still today as black men that if you want to find that rib, if you want to find that support, Go to the church. You will find the women, the beautiful, sophisticated, appropriate, respectful women at the church. But we have all been duped and lied to. Okay. Now, when I was going to these churches, there was patterns. There was gossip. There was bullshit. There was a lot of back talk. The pastor's doing this. The pastor's doing that. You know, there's always the gay, uh, homosexual. Uh, 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 what do you call them? The choir, the, the head choir motherfuckers is always gay. He's always a gay nigga playing the tambourines. God damn it. Always. You'll always find blatant hypocrisies. There was a pastor, matter of fact, one of the only pastors that I talked to, one of the only pastors that I've dealt with ever, in a sense that when conversating with him, anyway, I got always some bullshit going on like it's funny like these niggas and i'm talking about black people right these motherfuckers will walk past you on any given day until these niggas need something until until they need something then all of a sudden they assign you They assign you to help them out with their problems. This nigga just randomly comes to my car asking me, can I help jump a motherfucker's vehicle? I'm like, no, brother. Like, I'm I'm recording right now. Like, like I'm busy. Like, what 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 don't niggas understand? Like, <clears throat> niggas be busy, bro. Like, I'm I'm looking like jump your car, like. Let me just get this shit over with. And this nigga, he's doing all the shit. I'm not, I'm not participating in, in none of the 
the extras, nigga. Like, this shit is incredible, bro. This shit is incredible. Like, this is some next level shit. Any any other time, bro, these niggas act like you're not shit. Any other fucking time, any other event, when you ask them for help, when you ask these niggas for help, they look at you like you got three fucking eyes, bro, like... This this be the crazy shit too. I I just pulled up. I'm waiting for this nigga to do all this shit. I ain't trying to do none of this shit. I'm trying to get this shit done and over with. Just so I can get this podcast out the way. It's 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 958, goddammit. It's nearly 10 o'clock. I barely started. I, I I barely started this podcast. I knew I should have went for a drive. I don't know why I stayed in front of my fucking house, but I did it. All right, I had to pause this shit. I had to pop the trunk. I mean, I popped the trunk, pop the hood, so this nigga can get the jumper cables, j- jump start the car, and all that shit, right? Because I'm not a piece of shit. I could be. I could be an asshole and be like, "Yo, man, I'm busy. Like, I'm fucking recording a podcast." I couldn't tell the old nigga that I'm recording a podcast because he wouldn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But this is another day, all right? It's another day. It's 10.03, and the fuckery continues. I was talking about the black church, ladies and gentlemen. I grew up in the black church. Now, I don't say this in a black church. I grew up in the black environment of praising the Lord. You know. Y'all niggas know what I'm talking about. The sanctified slide. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Ain't no need to really go too far. We know the black church, the people who know. Y'all white people and non-black people, all y'all got to do is put this shit on YouTube. You see these niggas, they cutting a rug. They get what's called the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And they act a fucking fool. Now, look, I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the Holy Ghost, but I believe it in a completely different light. And I'm not religious and I'm spiritual enough to acknowledge it. But I don't boast and brag about believing something or I don't feel that I'm better than somebody because of what I believe. I just don't. Unfortunately, the hypocrisies is being a lot of the black folks who participate in church. They believe that they're holier than thou. And it's just not the case. Now, why am I saying all this? Now, in the beginning, before I was rudely interrupted, I was talking about how a lot of men were told that if you want to find a faithful woman, if you want to find commitment with a woman we were told to go to church 
and we will find most of the hypocrite, the female hypocritical women at these churches. Trash already, trash. We're going to find those women at the churches. And as we always address the same bitches that get freak nasty at the clubs on Friday and Saturday, be the women hung over. $200-$300 yak on a scalp out here in church. You know what I mean? Out here in church trying to pretend that they was at the, uh, the Bible study on Wednesday. They weren't there on Wednesday. They was out there on these streets tricking. And it can be the streets where you live. It can be these internet streets. It can be the YouTube streets. It can be the OnlyFans streets. All of these areas, this, this is where this bitch is at. Monday through Friday. And then and then Friday comes, it's clubbing. She got to come in before nine to get bottle service. See, a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about right now. That's when you get to those those upper echelon environments where you have to dress accordingly to get the fuck in. See, these women, and we've been told this, we've been told this lie by a lot of our mothers, a lot of us who are raised by single mothers, we were told a lie. Well, you're going to have to go to church to find a woman who's going to commit. You're going to find, you're going to have to find um, a woman of the Lord. Where? At church? You got, these bitches are demons. Yo, these women in church, yo. Like I said, my time growing up, and I was from a pretty strict, a strict household. My mother, right, told me that I had to go to Sunday school at 930. And if I was late or if I tried to leave at like 945 or 10 o'clock to go to Sunday school, she told me I had to go to church. And, you know, church service with black folks is a goddamn mess. The Lord knows I'm not saying nothing blasphemous. The black church is a goddamn mess on Sunday, man. Shit. Niggas, niggas is trying to watch the football game. Niggas just trying to watch television. Niggas is trying to hook up Sunday dinner. Niggas ain't trying to be in church for no three and a half, four fucking hours. Look, and it, they be sounding like this. Doing too fucking much. Look at this. Look. Listen. It's them. I'm sitting here like, nigga, when the fuck can we go home? Nigga, I'm tired of this shit. I remember being 12, 13. I felt I was being tortured by the Lord. I'm like, damn, God, I ain't do this. I ain't do that wrong. You got me here four hours? Fucking church? Damn. I'm sinning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas, niggas, niggas grow up, man, especially with these strict-ass mothers. and A lot of us, like myself, who was blessed to have 
um, caring grandmothers, we dealt with that shit too. Because grandma didn't play around. Grandma beat the shit out of me. I was afraid of grandma. Mom wasn't shit. Like, meaning I love my mom, but I was never afraid of her. My grandma? What the fuck? She'll chase me with a with a fucking spatula around the goddamn house. And I already knew when I came down there, she lived in Camden. So my mom would just drop me off every once in the fucking blue moon. It can be on a Friday night or it can be on a Saturday fucking morning. And I, I wouldn't be able to go back home until Sunday. But if I came down there Friday, she told me right away, make sure you up early tomorrow. Service is at nine o'clock. God damn. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm like nine, ten years old, man. These fucking services, they be, they be like really like. I just never liked church. I'm just going to be real with y'all. I never liked church. And I think I brought this up before. Like, there was a pastor that I really fucked with, man. Like, he was a real sincere, genuine dude. Like, and he'd been through some shit. And he'll tell you about the shit he'd been through. Yeah, he, you know, he's a soldier of the Lord today. But it wasn't always like that. And those are like the real pastors. Those niggas, I like, I like listening to them niggas cuss. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to hear these niggas bug out. Y'all need to quit talking about other folk and start practicing getting your shit. Getting your stuff together. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Listen, we need real niggas like that. See, fuck all this other bullshit. And see, I'm not a man. I'm not what you can. I'm not what you would call a traditional man of the Lord. I'm not. I'll be the first one to tell you. And I'm not out here trying to make somebody less than because they don't believe in certain things. This red pill game is the church. <laughs> this this red pill party we at is church service at the red pill party. That's right. And we welcome bitches. Y'all need to hear some of this shit. Okay? Y'all women need to hear this shit. Because I think y'all y'all personally think that either we're just hounding for pussy, like we're out here on the prowl, like scrapping and shooting niggas up for pussy, or we're like participating in this charity, or we're participating in this uh, 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 donation process where we're just giving women money for them to take their clothes off. Look, I was so bored yesterday at work, but I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like recording. Like I didn't feel I had the energy to record anything. So I figure <coughs> randomly enough, I'll check my emails. And there was this old dating app. You guys know, right? When you go on, I got this loud truck. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, 
Is it always like a distraction? Like, what the fuck is this? Listen to this shit. And yet, and yet another distraction, ladies and gentlemen. A fucking leaf blower. A large leaf blower. Is just randomly on the street. Like, I swear, man. If it wasn't for the information that I needed to get out of the way, I wouldn't even be doing this right now. I'm not even going to lie. You know what I'm saying? But we are going to move forward today. We're going to we're going to go through this episode. We're going to bang this one out. Then 6:30 to 7:30 or 6:30 through 7:30 or however the fuck I decide to record later on tonight, I will record it. But I will have to upload and do all of the uploading process for the night episode for tomorrow. So I might just do that anyway. I'll have something for you guys right now. And I got something for you guys in 24 hours. But I get all of these notifications from this dating app, right? We're not even going to give these niggas clout because a lot of this shit was old get notifications um such and such from new jersey's interested such and such in new york such and such in pa such and such in va you know dmv area you know what i mean all these bitches right all of these females had uh swiped me right so i'm getting all this feedback from fucking two to three years ago I could have been smashing bitches two or three years ago if I was only paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. You know why I wasn't paying attention? Because God finally put me in a purpose, in a position where pussy was no longer a priority. Oh, my God. We're not playing this. We're not playing this morning. Satan is is playing tricks with us right now. Satan is putting leaf blowers. Satan is putting fucking street sweepers. Satan is putting old heads trying to get me to fix their fucking car and help jump their fucking vehicle. We got a sweeper that's coming now. They're not even supposed to be on the goddamn street until Thursday. These fucking fags. And I do mean fags. I hope you guys get offended when I say fags, because I'm not joking. Now you got a fat, disgusting piece of shit showing up, right? Like this, this is just, this is just like another occasion. Like, why do I have to sit back and watch these fat, retarded motherfuckers, right? It's a fucking Tuesday, I'm on my street in which the street sweeper isn't supposed to come here until when? Thursday. We got a fat, disgusting, donut, bear claw eating piece of shit cop that drove by that wants to give me a nasty fucking look. I'm here minding my fucking business. Like, what the fuck do you look? What are you fucking looking at? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, maybe it's, 
Maybe it's just the day, right? Maybe it's just one of those days. Who knows? I used to have those days often. A lot of people know what those days include. Like, just don't feel like dealing with people. Like, especially people who don't got shit going on. Like, this goes back to women. Like, ladies, if if a guy has something going on, like, if a guy's working, if a guy is being productive in society, let that nigga be productive, goddammit. Why would you try to take a man off of his purpose over your dried up pussy? Your pussy's going to be dried up eventually. It's not going to hold you. It's not going to hold you down for too long. This is why the 30s, the fall off years for women are 30s. Now, if you look at men, we actually incline during our 30s. If we're lucky, we fucked and went through everything previously, right? We fucked and went through everything, you know, late teens, 20s. If you're a traditionalist, new age traditionalism coming soon. New age traditionalism coming soon. You may have started late, right? Maybe your first relationship was in your late teens. And... You've came out of the game or you've came out of the relationship, I should say, with a different perspective. So now the bitches you talk to, you're going to be looking for long term um, possible wives, possible mother children. This is more realistic for the traditionalist. New age traditionalism would be a nigga out here like dealing with bitches and it comes across the same type of women. Not saying all women are the same, but they have the same general attitude and the same emotional responses to certain things. This is why a lot of women cheat on their men because in their minds they believe that that man will stay with them. In a lot of cases, they are right. And by that man forgiving that woman... He has subconsciously allowed the behavior to continue as long as he doesn't know about it. See, a lot of y'all niggas need to wake up. This is church service. (laughs) It ain't Sunday, but it's church service right now. This is like a freestyle sermon for a lot of you niggas. A lot of you men need to wake the fuck up. We're not playing around. We're not playing around. I was fucking with y'all. And I had to really think about this. When I started 2019, or was it 2019? Yeah, three years. 2019, when I started on Anchor. Salute to Anchor for allowing me to be as raw and as fucking, um, to be as much as a, to be as much of a degenerate as possible when it comes to these words. These words do hit these women will feel these words it goes back to what patrice o'neill says besides your vagina what can you offer a man
Besides your vagina, what can you offer a man? But see, they have the expectations already set in stone. You have to be six foot one. You have to have six pack abs. You got to be packing six or higher in order for the sexual activities to transpire. But niggas don't question this shit. Some of us do. And when I say niggas, I mean niggas universally. Some of us sit back and we go, how can a bitch who is shaped like a fucking refrigerator want a man with a six pack? How can a woman who's catching the bus every goddamn place, who's catching the train every goddamn place, talking about she want a nigga with a sports car? Not just a car, because if she wanted a nigga with a car, that's strategy. That's very strategic. That bitch should be satisfied riding around in a dusty Honda Accord rather than the New Jersey Transit. Can I get an amen? Come on. But she won't. Because now these five and below these less than average good looking bitches want the high level nigga. So the average guy, the guy who's, let's say, a five to seven, sevens have the better chance for obvious reasons, but they're still in that category where it can go either way. Because now you're dealing with the modern day women, you're dealing with materialism. Okay, you have to. You, not only do you have to have these things, but you have to display these things for to, to get a lot of these women's attention. That's what it boils down to. It's the what can you bring to the table because I am the table bullshit. And these bitches, <clears throat> these bitches get away with it. Simps ain't questioning it because simps are just trying to smash at the end of the fucking day. They just trying to smash at the end of the day. See, that's the simp sound right there. These niggas come up. They start shaking. They start cutting the rug. They do all these things. You hear the women in the background. Woo! Yeah. See, them women don't give a fuck. They in church. But they'll twerk in church. See, you got to catch these black bitches down south. Shout out to the black women down south. No disrespect. But y'all act the fuck up when it comes to these black churches. Y'all wear them retarded ass hats. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise, praise the heavens above. But take them goofy ass fucking hats off. God damn. What the fuck? Then you got the sips. They show up to church. You catch the simps because they got bow ties and shit like they have a certain dress code where you can look at their demeanor and their appearance. And you can tell when this music hits. Cutting a rug. This nigga ain't going to play around. He's not playing around. You have the bow tie and they, they all they like go in circles and shit. They go in circles. It's like a it's a holy mosh pit. It's the only way I can describe this shit. And see, the black church, 
We only do this shit. See, look, white white people today, like they like Joel Olstein and shit. Niggas will listen to Joel Olstein too. When I say, I mean like the older black generation and TD Jakes and all these other Creflo wants some more dollar and all these other niggas, Eddie Wrong and all them other niggas, right? <clears throat> See, they'll white people will participate with them and they'll go to those mega churches and those white people act the fuck out too. See, you you gotta really catch this shit. It's it's some behind the scenes type shit. You gotta really have some insight in what's going on in these churches. And these bitches be twerking. They be dropping it low. Niggas be looking at these the footage. I'm like, yo, I shouldn't even have these feelings in the church. What the hell is going on here? You got sapphire, uh uh. <laughs> You got a female deacon, Deacon Sapphire. She in there. She a goddamn scripper. She got to be a scripper the way she look. She got tongue ring. She wear the short skirt. Long legs. And every dress, every dress she wears, like let's say she wears a red dress. She got her nails painted red. If she wears a black dress, she got her nails painted black. So she's always on point. She's always fleek. She's always on fleek. Always on fleek, right? And you looking at these women like, I know she does some freaky shit behind the scenes. Oh, my God. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I know she do some freaky shit. I know she do some freaky shit behind the scenes. Lord, please forgive me. I, I just got to display it. Because look at how these women be dressing. You go to the church. And you got these other dudes, these simps, manginas, they're told, go to the church and find a woman. They go to the churches and they like, God, damn. they just, they sinning, just looking, just by looking, the temptation, just by participating. They are sinning. They are sinning. They don't even know it. It's not our faults, gentlemen. It's not our fault. If you're hungry and you're constantly watching television, and you're seeing commercials that involve steak, you know what I mean, chicken, um, uh, pork and, and beef ribs, beef briskets, pork chops, uh, smothered in gravy, fucking turkey and shit, fried turkey, baked turkey, baked chicken, fried chicken. You're going to be like, damn, I want a piece of that. It's that temptation. So all these bitches that show up in these churches wearing damn near nothing. What are, how is a man supposed to react? Okay. We're only human beings. I don't give a fuck about being holier than thou. I don't give a shit about any of that. And I don't care about the people who try to live that life either. Because a lot of these thoughts, they go to the church when everything is done, when these bitches are finished, when these bitches got through riding the cock carousel, they're no longer desirable to a lot of the women or to a lot of the men who were with them. They all of a sudden go to the house of the Lord. Now, only God can judge her. Now she can do whatever the fuck she want. Right. She can tell guys that she goes to church and she can play that role and she can play that position, right? 
of being um, holier than thou, but she's holy, holy. She's holy in a lot of ways, more ways than one. Can I get an amen from the church? Jesus Christ, we're not playing. We're not playing around. We're not playing around. We're not playing around this morning. We're not playing around at all going forward. It's 1030. We're not playing at all going forward. We're about 44 minutes in. I'm going to take a quick, brief pause for the calls. Um, do I have anything else set up? Any beats set up here? I have a couple set up. Uh, see if I can play one. Training course. I don't know why I called it that, but I called this uh, instrumental training course. A lot of these beats are beats that I haven't really finished yet, but I made them short or I try to make them short. No more than two minutes for this purpose. Um, a lot of the music that I'll be making in the future will pretty much be played here. Um, it's a good way just to incorporate the different things that I do besides yell, talk shit and speak harsh realities to a lot of you bums, a lot of you beta male, bitch made, single mother raised bums. And I've been in that position, so I can talk like that. I've been in that position. I was the bum. <laughs> I was the bum. But anyway, we're going to play this instrumental training course, 93, a.k.a. 93 Tempo. Just like the beat that I played earlier, 93 uh, Night Stalker. So uh, let's get it. Thank you. 
All right. Back. The church continues. Shout out to Minister Jab, because I have to give... <laughs> I got to give credit to Minister Jab, right? See, growing up, I used to always think... I used to always think that... I thought that the uh, church organ was sick. Like, if a nigga knew how to play the church organ, like, he was official, bro. Like, straight up. If a nigga knows how to play the church organ... Like, growing up, I used to always, like, in my mind, go to church and hear that. Like, that shit's dope to me. I fuck with that. You know what I mean? So when I started listening to more, like, uh, Minister Jap Network and shit on YouTube, he would play that sound effect constantly. And that was one of the reasons why I continuously listened to him. Not just because of the shit that he drops. Because he drops fire. Don't get me wrong. But that sound, that organ is always on point. But every every now and then, we got to shake things up a bit. You know what I mean? Sometimes the spirit gets to us, and we got to stand up and praise. Every now and then. You know what I mean? Every now and then. But for right now, we're going to... We're gonna keep it cool, calm, and collective. Cause we're gonna we're gonna wrap all this up. We're not gonna go over an hour. I'm not gonna exhaust myself because I do want to put at least an hour and a half into tonight's topic or tonight's sermon. Cause we're not playing anymore. New Age traditionalism, the Red Pill Party podcast, and the Renegade Red Pill channel is now sanctified. We're not playing around. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. Okay. So. We had topics, but I went into many rants, which is what I usually do, especially on these occasions with Turkey Day. Fuck Thanksgiving. Let me just, never mind. I don't want to say that. Shout out to the Native Americans. And that's how, that's, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, We talked about how this bitch, and that's what she is, this bitch was talking about how a woman should have five guys in her rotation. A woman should have five men in her rotation. Okay? There's this woman that's walking by. She got one of them, uh, oh my God. She got one of them um, yoga pants on. You know, those, the ones that are like fucking 3D. So if a bitch has a nice ass, you see every curve and shape. She has one of those pants on. And jeez, Jesus, Lord. See, this is, this is, this is a prime example 
This is a prime example of being tempted by the flesh. Being tempted. Being tempted. Okay? We're tempted by women. But see, I've separated it. I would say, I want to smash. I don't want to conversate. She had a mask on and everything. Bitch had a COVID mask on. We outside. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck is going on here? Um, We talked about the monogamous myth of men. I think we'll continue going with that later on because we are going to talk more and more about the new age traditionalism, NAT, something that I've came up with. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be a group. I'm not sure if it's just going to be a page, but it is going to be something. New age traditionalism. We'll get more onto that along with the monogamous mindset where a lot of women get things misconstrued and think that the guy who is monogamous will be the guy who's faithful. And it's usually the guy who's monogamous because either, either he was raised that way, but these are also guys who are realistic enough to know that there's a lot of women that they're going to have to go through to find that one, if that's what they believe. Now, a lot of people know how I feel about soulmates and the Disney uh, dynamic of all this shit. Happily ever after bullshit, rom-com, BS, drama, shambolic, dumb, retarded, idiotic, um, just delusional, deceptive behavior. Um, I don't really go along with it. I don't participate in many conversations about it. But I did have several titles. And here's one. Why most men suffer in silence. We will talk about that tonight. Why most men suffer in silence. Matter of fact, let me rearrange this. It is 11.23 tonight. Okay. Why men suffer in silence. And I talked about something else. Um, this is a pain in the ass. Uh, we'll, we'll put, uh, underneath why men suffer in silence, new age traditionalism. See, we'll talk about new age traditionalism and why men, why most men suffer in silence. And, uh, that's going to be a good one. We're going to cook up. We're going to cook up. This morning was church service. A lot of you simps need this. You know what I mean? A lot of you simps need to look at life through the um, crimson capsule. You niggas need to wake the fuck up. God damn it. Y'all need to wake the fuck up. Wake up. Wake up.
lot of y'all need to wake up. We got more shit on the way. I didn't want to go in too heavy this morning. Like I said, I want to um, conserve as much energy as possible. If the day was like how it was yesterday, I will be in a great position. Uh, the worst case scenario, which actually tonight's episode really doesn't matter how I do it. I just have to do it uh, because I won't be able to share it until the next following morning on the 24th. So hopefully you guys enjoy that episode because I do have a good amount to talk about. I think I will uh, gather some statistics. I will gather some articles related to the men suffering in silence. We're dealing with depression, male suicides. We're going to be dealing with a lot of that. In fact, that may be an ongoing uh, topic where, I don't know, every every now and then I'll listen to a lot of the things that I've talked about and I enjoy it or I felt that it was put together properly or the sound was good, but there will be a lot of things that I've left out. And so I utilize my calendar and I either finish that particular topic on a future date and I have it set on my phone. So when I wake up, I'll get an alert podcast, the the topic, what time I'm going to do it. And I'm just reminded, um, with what I'm doing recently or what I've started doing, it's just something more like, uh, off the cuff. Really? I like it better this way, but I do know that when things are structured, it's also good as well. So I try to incorporate both aspects to it rather than just come on here, make a bunch of jokes, which is fun. I don't, I don't downplay anybody who comes on to a platform to be entertaining or to make people laugh every now and then, you know, God forbid you know, you have something to smile about when you go throughout the day, not even knowing if people are smiling at you or not, because everybody's wearing a goddamn mask. So the human interaction has been shattered in a way. And I don't think people really talk about the shit that I talk about. I really don't. Sometimes I feel that at a certain point, I reach a level where it's like, all right, I know what I'm talking about. I'm in the zone. My confidence is there. And everything is cool. Matter of fact, back to what I was talking about earlier, because I want to end this off on some level of logic, because I was talking about something and I remembered it now. So earlier I addressed me going on my emails, right? And I go to the social section, which every now and then I'll go on there. And it's usually all of pretty much every app that you've had on your, if you have Google, right? Every app that you have is just connected to your email. So Tinder notifications, Bumble notifications, tagged notifications, plenty of fish notifications. All of these things will still pop up on your social tab on Gmail. So I hit the social tab and there's this app that I use, I guess, called Tagged, right? And... Apparently, I had like fucking, and I lie to y'all not. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, matter of fact, let me, I'm not even going to do that. I'm not even that petty. But I have like at least like 30 emails 
with women. Oh, this woman's interested. My inbox was flooded. I had new bitches were sending me nudes. Look, I, I'm not even, I can't even make this shit up. I was saying to myself, how long ago did this shit take place? Like this was shit back two years ago. Two fucking years ago. I'm like, what, what the fuck? I was just working that entire time. I just wasn't paying attention to anything similar to what I'm doing right now. Right. But now all these bitches trying to bring this, this energy. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So this is going on two years back. I had no idea. I was too busy grinding. I was too focused. And until recently, when I say recently, maybe two and a half, three years ago, I've actually found a purpose and I found a way to sort of do heal two birds with one stone, not kill two birds with one stone, heal two birds with one stone. And by doing that, you know, I'm still doing what the fuck I'm doing today, but I just found it to be funny. Like during a time where I would say two and a half years ago, that's where a lot of these bitches would have caught me. They would have got me because I was on that lovey dovey bullshit still you know what I mean I was on that I was on that lovey-dovey bullshit still during those times so them women they could have they could have ran numbers on me but now nah can't happen Can't allow it. See, a lot of niggas, they, they'll sit back. They'll sit back and they'll, they'll let shit happen. Like, they'll, they'll let shit happen. And, and look, they'll sit back while it's happening and then complain only time, years has been settled. Then they'll complain about it. And these be the niggas that went through this shit. There's guys, right, who's been cheated on. And this is a point that I brought up earlier. There's guys who've been cheated on by women who blame the men for the women cheating. I'm going to say that again. I, I want y'all to really pay attention to this shit. There's bitches that cheat on their ex boyfriend. It could even be past husband, right? And they will simply blame the man for her making that decision to sleep with another guy. Right? When a man cheats on a woman, regardless of that excuse, that man could have been in a sexless marriage for over two years and haven't gotten anything sexually from the woman. If he decides to meet up with another chick, smash right he really can't make any excuses well he can say well you wasn't doing nothing for me so i had to find somebody else he can say that but that won't really only guys will really understand that bitches don't bitches only care about themselves generally speaking women care about themselves generally speaking 
because the way that you understand the narcissistic nature of a lot of women is by their expectations, their self-entitlement, which is automatically qualifications for a low-value woman. Matter of fact, fuck this shit. What makes it? Oh, my God. There it is. Hold up. What makes women low value? Yo, I swear to God, bro, I just... Yo, I, it took me like two, it took me like a minute to spell value. I swear to God, I don't even care. What makes women low value? That right there, what makes women low value? That's going to be the topic for tonight. Okay. What makes women low value? And this is going to be very easy for me to compile um, sound clips. This will be very easy for me to compile information. We can give 10 uh, qualifications of a low-value woman. We can give 15 qualifications for a low-value woman, but we may stay to 10. We may stick to 10, definitely. But we're going to talk about that because we hear women talk about high-value men, okay? Now, we're going to talk about low-value women. Why do low-value women want such high value in a man why does low value women who on average have five dollars to their name expect men with six-figure bank accounts how what really qualifies them to have that particular position to dictate how a man should look, what a man should make in hopes to find that guy. Because a lot of these women who talk like this are like I addressed earlier, are told, are told by these thotty queens to fuck five guys at once, date five guys, see what better option you have. You'll have a bigger roster. And they use the same BS talking points as men. The costume alphas will say the same thing. Get your roster. Do this. Do that. Now, if your purpose, if you're supposed to find your purpose, right, and you tell them men to find their goddamn purpose, the last thing you should tell them also is juggle five or six bitches. Like, a nigga will look at you like you're fucking retarded. Like, you just told me to, to find my purpose. Like, all right, I have my career. I have my job. Like, we're not, I'm not. We're not minor leagues anymore, okay? Like, I'm back. I won't I won't get too much into the specifics, but I'm backed by a, a, a pretty strong union. You know what I mean? I'm backed by a pretty strong union. A, a union that's not only for the workers in the building, but the same union for the teachers in the building. So motherfuckers is getting money this year. Oh, man. Next year, God willing, 
niggas going to make nearly double the money that I made the year before. And I'm not even joking. Double the money that I was making yearly before. So you can't tell a nigga like me, all right, go on your purpose because I'm already on my purpose. And then once I'm on my purpose, I have my shit going on. Then you're going to tell me in the next video to pull four or five bitches and keep these bitches on leashes and shit. I'm not doing all that. I'm not the dog whisperer. I'm not the dog whisperer. I'm not I'm not out here trying to keep four or five bitches on a leash. I don't have the time to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't. For what? But what 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 would that accomplish for me, right? I'm I'm already on a purpose. So now my purpose needs to include, even if I put these women low priority, it would still have to include time and effort and attention and money or an amount of validation that most men seek in those positions. This is why the costume alphas exist. And this is why the costume alphas get a lot of views and they get a lot of they get a lot of support because the men who watch these guys are fucking losers. They're fucking losers. They see these guys come out, talk about all the bitches they smash. Talking about all the women that's trying to fuck them. Talking about all the places they've been. All the countries they've been to. And then telling these guys, when it comes to the women you're around today, you're finished. When it comes to relationships today, you're finished. And I do speak in a very black pill tone when it comes to relationships. I'm just very realistic. There's a lot of women I look at on a daily basis and go, wow, you know, if only she was one of those women who cooperated, if if only she was one of those women who knew how to communicate, there would be something. But I don't I'm not depressed over it. I just I think it's fucked up. I do think it's fucked up. I think it's fucked up that we have to go to such extreme measure to get this information out here. That we have to be such assholes and be so honest and be so upfront with a lot of things going on, which in some cases I don't even feel like doing it. It's just too much going on to where it's like, fuck, like. A nigga who do a guy who talks about relationships. Let me just let me just speak it like this. If you have male dating coaches today, what do, what would a male dating coach tell you? When it comes to relationships, what would a male keyword dating coach tell you about relationships? He probably won't. He'll give you some insight, but his his whole bread and butter is dating. And what is dating? Dating is a man taking a woman out, spending his money, spending his time, spending his effort, wasting energy. And a lot of women who are really just out there for a free meal. Niggas is trying to smash and these bitches are getting free meals in the process. I'm going to say that again. The dating scene today is niggas 
like myself, trying to have sex, trying to sleep with women and women in return, getting a free meal, free ride, free validation, everything paid for. And these women don't got to give shit at the end of the day. That's why I tell niggas, you got to be more strategic when it comes to talking and dating women. When you take a woman out, you want to make sure there's some level of attraction there. Therefore, you're not taking a woman out and you're just meeting her for the first time. You have to already have met her. You take her to a small... Starbucks is too much. I hear niggas talk about take women to Starbucks and all this shit. I'm not spending $5 on, on, a, on coffee. These bitches, these bitches lost their goddamn mind. $5 on some coffee. You better get the fuck out of here. I'll take a bitch to McDonald's. I'll be honest with you. We we having struggle meals. The first three dates, it's struggle meals. Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna feel out your energy. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how you react where you're in low end establishments. Then we're gonna build our way up. Then we go into the steakhouse. And you better be on your best behavior and better be dressed to impress me. Fuck these other niggas. And see, look, see, guys, guys are too simple minded. Like a guy wants a woman who's attractive. And then once that woman is attractive to where other guys look, then he'll try to tone the bitch down. When a woman comes in, when a woman comes at you with sexual energy, you have to make sure that is directed towards you instead of what you do or what you have for her. Once you know it's general, once you know that it's sincere, genuine, then you smash it. Then you take her to better places. Stop stop doing too much for these women cuz these women ain't going to do shit for you at the end of the day. They're going to drain your nut. They're going to drain your nuts. They're going to drain your balls. And if you're lucky, they'll stick around and play a position instead of being a fucking burden or instead of becoming obstacles in dealing and functioning throughout life. Like a lot of women really try to get into a man's life and alter how he lives. I've seen this shit happen all the time. And before I end this, I want to give an example of this. A lot of my friends, including myself, at one point in time, this is earlier on in my years, will get caught up in a relationship with a woman. And that woman will begin saying things like, well, your friend that usually comes over, you know, he doesn't seem like the right person you should be hanging out with. She'll start saying things like that. And you have to really tell her right away that these are my friends. Okay. These are the people that I hang out with. I don't criticize you hanging out with your funky ass hoes. And see, you have to really say that directly right away. Because if you don't, she will spend the next two months trying to get you away from that person. She'll do it behind the scenes or she'll just do it up front. Or then she'll make something up and say, well, he tried to touch me or he looked at me a certain way. Then I already know you just you just a troublemaker and you need to go on to the next nigga with that type of activity. Cause cause niggas who's 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 on these red pills, we're not tolerating that shit. See, a lot of you women are just fast women. 
So I can look at you and say that you are attractive, but I can also say that you're, you're for the streets. I can also say that you're street meat. You're, you're nothing more than a piece of skin that a lot of people's already been in. Oh, my God, I'm dropping flames. We're not playing around, man. Jersey Drew, the Red Pill Party podcast. We dropping hammers. We got the horns ready. We got everything set in stone. All right. It's 11.02 a.m. I need to go in here, charge my phone, even though it's only on 80%. We have an hour and 16 minutes of pure fire and brimstone. And also the holy message. Also a message that has only been that has only been brought to you by the most high. Okay. I am a spiritual individual. I'm not a religious individual. And maybe somewhere along the line in the future, I can break down the, the differences between these things. But until then, man, you guys already know it's another day. And what I always love to say in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party podcast. What I got later on is what makes women low value? What makes women low value? Because these women talk about such high value men that they're never able to reach. Meanwhile, the average guy deals with low value women on a day to day basis uh, basis. And I feel that it would be more of a reasonable subject than bitches talking about constantly high value men. So we're going to get into that later on tonight. In fact, when I'm done with this recording and when I'm done uploading this, I will then I will therefore have to go. Oh, shit. I'll have to gather some information for tonight's subject. And I can organize everything for the next week or so, even though we got two more episodes to go throughout this week. Like I said, Thursday and Friday, not recording Saturday possibility, but nothing too major. But as I always say, I'm out. Peace.